0: Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. Hello, Dr. Stephen Green here, the success doctor. And this is Episode three, episode three, uh, being recorded for the Education Review. And if you are following along and if you have listened to the first two episodes, you will know that this is a four-part series. Part one, entitled Studying for Success. Part two, Information Management. And today, episode three, Note-Taking Effectively. The whole theme here, very simple, to help students parents, teachers, educators, everyone to take actions that can help create better educational experience. So let's let's get right down to it. What is note-taking? Let's define it, let's all get on the same page. In my mind, note-taking, I define as what you do as a student live during a class. So as an educator, the educator would give notes or provide information. Uh, to whatever degree. Some pe- people put uh, PowerPoints up on a screen or give handouts and the students are, are partially completing them. Sometimes the students take notes completely based more on a, an oral lecture or presentation. But the point is I'm going to define note-taking for the purposes of this uh, podcast as the information that a student would record in a notebook or online during a class and the teacher, educator, lecturer, professor would be providing this information. So it's a record of the class. Now incumbent on that is that this record is accurate. We want the information to be an accurate portrayal of number one, the information, but also maybe to go beyond that a little bit, the nuance would be what's priority information? What does the student have to know for sure what, what's highlighted stuff, what would be kind of on the left column of an outline, which, by the way, I define as something a student would do outside of class. So you could outline a book or a chapter of a book or a an article, but you would take notes during a class. So that's the key thing. So the goal is to be able to do it, to be able to do it accurately and have a record of what's going on. Now there's some challenges with that. Some students tell me in, in my Uh, My professional caseload that they have trouble listening and taking effective notes, and they say things such as, "Well, if I if I don't pay attention to the instructor, then I miss something, and if I focus completely on my notes, that's what happens." So, sometimes it is challenging, and I'm going to address that as much as I can here. So, how do you take notes? Well, back in the old days, there really was only one way. You had a notebook or paper or tablet or something, and you had a pen or a pencil, and, and you wrote down essentially what was going on in the class. Well, times have changed, haven't they? So nowadays, with the advent of computers and cloud-based uh, technology, it, more and more, I go into classrooms where students don't even have notebooks. They're taking notes completely on tablets or computers or Chromebooks or, or whatever. And often, most of the notes are, are there anyway, and they're, they're just commenting on them or, augmenting them to some degree. But, but what I do want to talk about are different techniques that a student could take notes. And, and frankly, this would be easier visually. So I'm going to try to find a way to include some graphics uh, when, when this podcast gets posted, if possible. Or certainly you could prefer to my website, which is makethegra.net, M-A-K-E-T-H-E-G-R-A.net. And you can see a lot of examples there. But, but let's start with what I'm going to call the classic note taking, which, which basically resembles the classic outline. You have your high priority information on the left column, sometimes it's numbered one, uh, the, the big topic. <laughs> and then you would indent uh, things that would support that. Happened in 2018, uh, was critical economically, uh, was caused by such and such, big topic number two, things like that. So essentially, the way most students by default, I have found, take notes, is the same way they would outline but there are many other ways you can do it I'm going to list them here and try to briefly describe each one so the first one to talk about is a concept map and a concept map which does have other names but essentially is done uh, more spatially so you might put the main idea in a block or in a square in the middle of a page or at the top of the page and then you'd have arrows directing down to supporting material so big topic in the square at the top, and an arrow maybe going to the left saying uh, the date that it happened, and another arrow, uh, the, the context of when it happened, or then a third arrow. So instead of your notes being uh, sort of wrote, uh, just handwritten out, now they're becoming more visual. So the concept map is a way to do that. A variation on the concept map is called a wheel, which is basically the same idea, but you would put your main topic in the middle, which would become the hub, or the center of the wheel, and then the other information would come out as spokes uh, off of the wheel, and then would eventually form concentric circles or semi-concentric circles around the main. There's another really neat one called a table leg, where your main idea is sort of the top of a table, and your supporting ideas are the legs of the table, which may or may not be four. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. The point is, I have found, because most people, at least when tested, identify as visual learners and note-taking by definition is visual because you're seeing it but it's not necessarily visual in terms of the graphic of it so some of these other quote-unquote alternative techniques concept maps wheels table legs um, and stick things other things i'm not even bringing up uh, make the the notes much more visual and spatial than just words on a paper so the question is how will investing time. How, why is it important for a student to invest time in taking good notes? How would it help them make the grade? Right. Well, number one, it, the obvious thing is it should help them to be able to study for tests, exams, and other graded things like that, which, which to some degree is really where the rubber hits the road in school is, is the grades. So that's how most students get evaluated. But taking good notes is also an efficiency measure because the better your notes are during class, the less work you'd have to do outside of class, doing them again or maybe rewriting them or, 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 or maybe just organizing them. So if you do it right the first time, now you're pretty much got that and you got ready to go. Notes also can create a prioritization. What's the most important material? Now presumably, the most important material is what you're gonna see on the test. So typically what most students are gonna study are the highest priority material then the secondary material, tertiary material, so on and so on. So good, effective first time through note-taking, regardless of the way it's done, can help with all of this. So there's a, a, an efficiency of doing the notes, there's an efficiency of, efficiency of studying, there's an efficiency of preparing for accountabilities later that are really, really important. And, and fundamentally good note-taking and getting good notes is, is critical for that. So let, let's talk about about one more thing here, which is how to. Uh, personally, I support the use of technology when done properly. I don't personally like a dependency on technology, which I do see some some students uh, getting eventually, But but it's the way the world's going, and I don't think we're gonna go back. So we are raising a generation that is very, very comfortable with computers and tablets and things like that and 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 i think that's just has going to have a, a eternal role in the classroom what i what i'd like to see though is still the engagement i think it's very important that a student while the class is going on is engaged in what's going on in the class active listening active note taking active participation as much as you can when the teacher or the lecturer is still pretty much driving the class so and and there can definitely be a blend i have plenty of students i work with and plenty of workshops i've given where People are blending notes on paper and notes on a cloud-based system, which I'm kind of using as an umbrella term for uh, anything that's not on paper. So I think it's just a matter of what works for the individual student and how things are set up. One situation I'm going to talk about is I have been in schools where a student, it's not a self-contained classroom. So students might have five or six different teachers and they're, shuffling from one to the next throughout the course of the day. And there is often an inconsistency among the teachers in how they present information. So the students might have to have three or four, maybe even six note-taking styles to accommodate the different presentation modalities that the teachers are gonna use. I don't know if this is a bad thing, or a good thing, but it's just something to be aware of. So you make it one teacher that's very technical, has everything on screens and everything on PowerPoints and everything uh, in, in a, a, a technically advanced way. And you may have another teacher just didn't want to go that direction. Or maybe they have more of a discussion situation. Maybe it's an English class or history class where they're discussing uh, situations and, and there's, there's notes that need to be taken uh, vis-a-vis that. Then you have other classes that are more technical, like a math class where you know, there's only so much math that can be done uh, online. You know, at some point, probably math needs to have a paper or pencil, at least writing it out somewhere. So I think the technology is here to stay. And I think the technology has some really good advantages, particularly in being able to share notes. Uh, Collaboration is is really excellent with the technology. But I still think it's important for every student and every educator to be aware of, of all the different possibilities. And the bottom line is to facilitate learning. To set it up so the student has the best and the most likely chance for success. So, Dr. Stephen Green, the success doctor. This was episode number three, note-taking effectively. And um, again, episode one, studying for success. Episode two, information management. Episode four, which will come shortly on the heels of this one, addresses a daily action. How to have success every day. In the classroom. If you'd like to learn more, my website, as I mentioned earlier, makethegrade.net. You can also look at maximumeducation.net, which is a link to my book. I have a podcast of my own, which is the Make the Grade podcast, available on all the platforms Apple, uh, Play Store, such and such. It's also available directly through my website. And finally, Facebook, Instagram, all at Make the Grade. So I really appreciate everyone listening. I would love feedback. If you have comments or suggestions or questions, please reach out. Thank you again. And we will be back with you for episode four. You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.